what's going on yeah what's going on tell me what's going on yeah what's going on just opening with a little bit of a song welcome back to all my listeners it's been a while sorry i've been away so long i don't know where i've been at really as i will explain as we start i hope you enjoy the podcast my name is jill and jill george's is my biz stay tuned if you like it let me know Tell me what's going on, yeah, what's going on, please, what's going on, Mm, what's going on. Good evening, this is Jill and Jill George's is my biz. Like, it's, it has been a long time. I would like to say that I am probably going to give you an excuse. Maybe that's... Oh, my goodness. Did you hear that? That's my phone. Constantly going off. Maybe I should get rid of my notifications. Anyway, as I was saying, I'm just doing a lot between... Um, recordings and I think as I was saying before with regards to am I coming up with an excuse I think it would be called exhaustion Um, I don't think that we're meant to work this hard when we're over 50 I don't know I think it's all yes okay it's a mindset of whether you're going to work this hard Um, there's a lot going on in my head, I probably wouldn't say in my life, there's a lot going in my head, um, I've taken a lot of inspiration from, um, listening to people's opinions and advice, I don't know, I'm not sure about if I would call it advice, I'd call it opinion, because I really don't know what qualification that they have, I think that's our roadblock, Our roadblock is the fact that if we listen to people on social media, what exactly is their qualification, really, at the end of the day? You know, I've just, um, I've just had the, you know, the fortune of interviewing a couple of ladies, um, one who is a life coach and one who works in psychology and um I did a podcast I didn't really do thorough research as to asking for documentation but when I did my research online I came across what I needed to and as well as following up and asking questions and I also found that they were both very knowledgeable, quite intelligent, and um, I I felt that, you know, the qualification behind them made sense with what they were talking about. But then I will listen to, you know, voices on social media telling, 
what their opinions are of, you know, how you need to work hard and work smart or, you know, what decisions you need to make in order to be successful or whatever it might be, whether you want to go and work out in the morning or in the midday or in the afternoon and eat this type of food and drink this type of drink and run these type of kilometres and dress this way and talk this way and be this way and look this way and I don't know, it's, it's, all, it's all very subjective really, isn't it? I think that, you know, I can understand why you have kids out there who feel like they don't know where to turn to if they're being bullied. And uh, I think that the same probably goes for adults. If you get caught up in it too much, I think, I think the secret is, is that you have to ignore the noise. You know, you, you can make friends with who you want to online, but and I will always have those certain few, you know, if, if you talk to me online, then, you know, of course there will be conversation. But, you know, there are certain people who I met back in the beginning and um, who I still talk to from time to time. But I think at the end of the day, when it comes to social media, once you start to build your brand and build those people um, who you trust, whether they will be friends or family or colleagues or those who were with you from the beginning who who have conversation with you. Um, I, can, I can understand why you really wouldn't want to listen or watch because there's, there is so much information out there that is incredibly confusing it's um I don't know I've been I've made the life decision now um after taking advice from someone on social media and it's put me in a it's put me in a little bit of a predicament and for those of you who have been listening to the podcast you may have remembered oh, I don't know sometime last year i I can't really remember the name of the episode. I think it had to do with toxicity. And um I I um I made a decision to to do to do something and and uh to I don't know to remove a friend from my circle. How hard is that for you? Have you ever had to go through something like that where you've decided that the toxicity in a friendship is just so toxic that you have to decide that you want it no more and it's really funny when you do something like that well not funny haha but funny strange it's you you have to understand what the ramifications are of those decisions you can't go back you can't what is it no take backs you can't there's no take backs so this week I decided to write to one of my friends and explain to them why I haven't been seeing them and that is that I couldn't deal with a certain type of their behavior and um, when that behavior escalated I felt like they made me feel they made me feel bad they made me feel like I needed to question myself 
or they, they actually I just didn't feel nice I felt like I was being I wouldn't say the word bullied but I just you know I, I, I just recall once that person started sort of feeling like they could say whatever they want well that's what they did and they started saying whatever they wanted and I thought you know what I don't have to put up with this any longer but I continued to keep putting up with it and keep putting up with it and then this week I made a decision to let them know why I didn't want to you know why I didn't want to have anything to do with them and um it's been really strange. They didn't respond. I've been... Um, I was a bit taken aback. But then, you know, like I've read back the text that I sent and the text really wasn't asking for a response. The text was really just explaining my behaviour. You know, I've talked to a couple of people about the reasoning about, you know, finishing a relationship with a, with a good friend and no one's really understood it, you know? No one's understood the fact that if someone is toxic in your life, that, you know, what are you waiting for? Do you think it's going to get any better? You know, do you explain yourself as I did and think, you know, I'm just explaining that this is the reasoning behind my behaviour, why I'm just not having anything to do with you anymore? Well, you know, I feel bad. I just wanted to say, you know, if you happen to be listening or if you know of someone who I might be talking about or if this is you, if this is something that you're involved with, if this is something that you're having to go through, it's it's lonely when you lose a best friend. It's lonely. And not in the sense of, you know, feeling lonely and no one to talk to, but the fact that you no longer have that person in your life because you've made that decision. And whether you think that you've made that decision for selfish or unselfish reasons or not, it's a decision nevertheless. So that's what happened this week. Um, I thought I might sort of like just deviate from that and finish off on something just a little bit more light-hearted. Cheeto, our cat, he's a, he's a boy. We got him about six months ago. We've been through trials and tribulations. I've got, I have men in this household. I have, sorry, I have boys in this household. Men, boys, same, same. And um, I'm the only girl here, so, you know, yes, sometimes I feel like I'm under pressure. But, um, if, hey, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. But we got a cat and uh, he's a boy. But uh, boy got castration today. Now, I'd like you to think about that. Girl, surrounded by boys slash men and cat, who is boy. And seriously, that cat, Cheeto, he, he thinks he can do whatever he wants. And, um, you know, he's not a naughty boy or anything like that. He doesn't rip the place to pieces and he's, you know, he, he's, he's fairly well behaved. But, you know, like, 
I have had some moments in the past couple of months that have been pretty heavy. And I've gotten, I feel like I've, you know, the world against me, especially when it comes to male decisions. For whatever reason, if I don't want to speak back or if I'm feeling too vulnerable, for whatever reason, even if it's an excuse, but I don't know, just the fact that Cheeto has been castrated just means for me that one man in this household or boy or cat man or cat boy no longer has that voice over me. And I know that that sounds strange, but in, in some way it feels like, I don't know, it's a, not, I wouldn't say victory because that's a bit cruel, even though we were doing it for the fact that we didn't want him to impregnate anybody because there's lots of cats in that in this world. And um, in case he got, you know, got out because he's a house cat. But I don't know, it was just like this, I don't know, like this, I don't know how I would, how I would term it. I don't know, it's like this sense of quietness or, I don't know, it's just, a, just a sense of relief. I know it sounds incredibly strange, but Cheeto's, Cheeto's been neutered. He's been castrated and, um, you know, his life is going to be different because he's never going to have his, you know, what do you call him? His, uh, not best difference, his, um, what do you call him? Like the technical term for them, uh, scrotum. Oh my god, I can't believe I couldn't think of that. It's not something I think about, though. Uh, no more. All gone. All gone. All gone. And you know what? It was so funny. Like, one of the one of the boys or the men, boy men in here, he's like, you know, I don't know why you're celebrating it. And I'm not. I'm just like, snip, 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 snip. And he's like, you know, but he's losing his manhood. I said, he's a cat. He's at the bottom of the food chain. He's like at the bottom of the totem pole. And he says to me, no, he's not. Because he wouldn't be in this family if he was at the bottom of the totem pole. And I thought to myself, touche. Good response. You know, you got to be pretty special in this family to come into this family. And... You know, through all of the crap that happens in this family, and crap happens in every family, but crap seems to be piling on in particular with this family at this time, and it seems to be escalating. And just, you just got to hold on tight, and you just got to take it a day at a time. And so I look forward to going to bed tonight I look forward to laying my head down on my pillow and sleeping in because tomorrow is Good Friday and that just means I can sleep in and go out and I want to take some photographs tomorrow and walk around and smell the sun and breathe in the air actually can you smell the sun just smell the earth look at the sun not directly, with some sunglasses on, but yeah, that's what I want to do. 
I just want to really enjoy tomorrow to my ability, you know, to my, I don't know, to my, you know, time, like, laxy-daisy, chill out, just enjoy it. And anyone who wants to come along, that's great. And if you don't, that's fine. I can't tell you what to do, but I can make decisions for myself. And when I make a decision for myself, it's put me at that particular point after a lot of pushing. And I love everybody who's close to me. But if you push me and push me, eventually I will make a decision. So I hope that this is something that, you know, you can think about for yourself. I'm not... Uh, expecting you to go out and do anything silly that is not something I'm expecting but I do believe that we need to think about things that are in our life and um, over and over analyzing things and doing nothing about it will get us absolutely nowhere and yes life can be lonely I had someone come in today and I asked him today how's your day today and he said um not that good, which I was very surprised with because I wasn't expecting that answer. So I probed. I said to him, so what's not so good about it? He's like, oh, he says, I don't really want much to do with people. And I thought about myself and I thought, that's not really where I'm at. So I don't really understand where you're at, but I sort of tried to probe a bit further. And he said, I find it that I have anxiety when I'm, you know, thinking about talking or being around people. And I said to him, well, I understand where you're coming from. Not that I can understand where you're coming from, but I believe in optimism. And I think that, you know, looking for happiness is a better option. However... That doesn't mean that I'm telling you that you need to go and do, you know, be optimistic and be happy and everything like that. That's just how I feel. And then he said to me something like, um, he said, well, what do you think that I shouldn't find comfort in not wanting to talk or be around people? And I said to him straight up, I said, no, I don't. I said, I can't see why it would be more comfortable to be lonely. But I can understand what you're saying. And so he looked at me and he nodded and we said our farewells. And, and of course, that conversation will probably either continue or we'll go into more of a relationship. And I enjoy that part about my job. My, it's not my job to tell you what to do. But if you ask for my opinion, I will tell you how I feel. So I just wanted to end it there. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. I, I've had a lot happen in my uh, mentally up in my head 
for the past few weeks and um, I haven't really had my head in the game, so to speak. But um, if you've enjoyed the podcast, I would dearly love for you to subscribe. Um, I do this via anchor.fm, but you can listen to it on Apple Podcast and uh, Spotify, just to name a few. Um, uh, my name is Jill Georges. I'm coming to you from Brisbane. I like to play a tune afterwards, something something somewhat relevant to the podcast. You'll only hear 30 seconds of it, but you'll need to hear that on Anchor. But um, I'll have my intermissions and I hope it entertains you. And until next time, I will bring you the next episode of Jill George's. Thanks for listening and ciao for now. I'm not going to be able to do that.